Welcome to Startup Spot with Sonia. I'm a writer, instructor, entrepreneur, and I play roller derby as author of Pain with Albuquerque Roller Derby. Each week, I'll bring you an interview from a New Mexico startup or startup resource to inspire and help you find your startup spark and to share with the world what's happening right here in Albuquerque. Time to get to it. everyone. Today we are recording once again from Fat Pipe ABQ. So any background noise you hear are solopreneurs, startups, and entrepreneurs collaborating. And it is the perfect location to interview Lisa Atkins, who's COO and director of Fat Pipe ABQ. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hello. (laughs) How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Good. Can you tell me, first of all, a little bit about you and then about Fat Pipe ABQ? (laughs) Sure. So I'm a New Mexico native. Mm -hmm. I was born and raised in Albuquerque, third generation Italian family. So Mm -hmm. pretty, um, pretty odd to have a non-Hispanic family be here so long. I actually grew up in downtown Albuquerque and I used to sit in my grandfather's display window of his smoke shop that he owned on Central between 2nd and 3rd. There's a pizza restaurant there now. So um, I have a passion for Albuquerque and the city, and I went to school at APS. I hated school. I went to college at UNM. That was better. Got a degree in management information systems, not because I had a passion for IT, but because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And my dad was in IT, and so I said, well, if he can do it, I guess I can do it. So kind of fell into that education path, but had some really good jobs around information technology. I I ended up putting myself through school, working at a law firm, doing all of their IT, and worked at Sandia. And I started my own company in 2001, so that was my first entrepreneurial stint. It was a custom software development and IT managed services company that I started with uh, my soon-to-be husband at the time. So we partnered up and started this business together. Okay. How did you get involved with Fat Pipe ABQ? Um, So that's interesting. My story, meeting Stuart Rose, our founder, is kind of fun. I sold my IT business in 2010 Mm -hmm. when I decided to divorce my husband and partner. (laughs) And um, so I sold the business to him. I was the owner, the 100% owner. And I spent a few years trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. And um, I started a couple other businesses. I was doing some consulting and kept all my SharePoint clients because it's a product that I love and, and working a lot. And had heard about Stuart Rose and his desire to open up the Bioscience Center, which is an incubator for startups in biotech and life sciences. Mm-hmm. Um, so someone recommended to me that, you know, this gentleman is in town. He wants to do this biotech incubator. You should go run it for him. And I laughed. I'm like, yeah, because I'm a scientist and I know everything there is to know about biotech and life sciences. And she said, you know what? He just he just needs someone who can help him get it started. You should call him. So I did. I called Stu Rose that night, and we met for coffee the next day. And, you know, um, a coffee meeting lasted about four hours, and we ended up in the Bioscience Center, which at the time, it, it wasn't even his. He didn't even own it yet, sitting on the stairwell as you walk in um, and just talking about his vision and what he wanted to do and his desire to increase biotech activity in New Mexico because he knew um, 
all about all of the great technologies that were coming out of the lab, and mm-hmm. and he wanted you know to license those technologies and build companies around them, and he knew other people who wanted to do the same, and. You know, his entrepreneurial nature, he wanted to create that environment where other small businesses could come and and work together um, under one roof. And so he created the Bioscience Center. Um, He hired me before he bought the building. Mm -hmm. And um, I used my network with the the New Mexico Tech Council and, um, you know, all of the activity that I had done in growing my own business and, and networking and making contacts for that to try to help him make the Bioscience Center a success. And um, everybody told us he was crazy, that there, there's no way, you know, New Mexico can sustain a biotech incubator. And we proved them wrong. We were full in eight months. Nice. So... Um, that center continues to be a success. We have some amazing technologies happening up there. Stu's model is to provide below market or reduced rents for companies who are willing to share an equity. And so we don't make money off of tenants for rent. We, um, we've invested in three companies up there. And so his payoff will come when one of those companies hits it big. So then the talk started about Innovate ABQ and the Innovation District and the rehabilitation of downtown. And, you know, that had always been a passion of mine because I'm from Albuquerque. And and I remember um, as a little girl walking the streets, you know, eating at Vips and sitting in my grandfather's window and ticker tape parades for the Abruzzos and, you know, skiing at Sandia every single weekend. It was where I wanted to be and stay. And now I had an opportunity to be a part of that reinvigoration of the city. So, and, you know, Stu knows that I have a background in IT and he thought, let's open up um, an incubator for IT people, for high-tech people. That was our original idea. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I, I think we got real. we looked for a couple of years for space and, and looked at a couple of different options and buildings that we could refurbish. And then we came upon the library here um, at the Lofts, um, the old Albuquerque High School. And um, it was, it's just an, an interesting place and, and not the type of space that you would think would be for entrepreneurs because it's an old library. Hmm. But then we started visiting, you know, other similar type spots like Galvanize in Denver and Mm -hmm. Capital Factory in Austin and thought, wow, this place could actually be really cool as a collaborative type space. Mm -hmm. And um, knowing that we needed really fast internet, Mm -hmm. um, we tried to be one of the first organizations or entities down here to get, you know, the good fiber and the fast internet. And, um, you know, through those ideas and the traveling and the research that we did, we created Fat Pipe ABQ. It's not just for high-tech companies. It's really become a a cornerstone for solo workers. We have all different types of companies here, from people who fix cracks in sidewalks to, you know, writers and bloggers like yourself and energy companies and uh, faith-based nonprofit and a charter school. And so what happens when we put all of these people under one single roof is we all start working together and you know that I mean yeah. I, I've hired you to do some work yeah. for us so we hire each other we help each other we we drink together we <laughs> have karaoke together yeah. right I mean we have we run together we have a good time yeah. and um, I think it in the long run it makes us all that much better 
of business people Mm -hmm. because we're giving back at the same time that we're taking and receiving from these other people and learning how to grow our businesses. That was a really long answer. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's a good answer, though. (laughs) I am curious because... Normally, you go to a a co-working facility or a place where you rent space and you get a cubicle. And there are cubicles here, but there are also, you know, this booth. There are the other little booths. There are locations where you can really work with someone else. So how did that get designed? Mostly through visiting other centers in other states. And uh, kind of the layout with the library, with the original bookshelves and stacks against the walls, Mm -hmm. it was almost a shame to to tear those out and build individual offices around the exterior corridor. Although, looking back, I wish we would have done a little bit of that Mm because it would be nice to have some quieter spaces in some instances. Mm -hmm. But we were really, originally, we thought our market were millennials, Mm -hmm. and we really believed that the Google-like, you know, beanbag chair, couch, pillow type of atmosphere would appeal to them more. As you know, most of our entrepreneurs are not millennials. Mm -hmm. They're older than millennials. They're people like me who are on second and third careers um, starting businesses because, you know, they've already worked for corporate America and either they don't have to work for corporate America anymore or they don't want to work for corporate America. Amen. Yeah. (laughs) We want to, we want to work for ourselves and, um, kind of the open format, you know, it leads to better collaboration, I think. I agree. Yeah, I agree. That's what I love. Well, that and the the sunshine from the big windows, mm-hmm. one of the things I love. And I'm glad you guys didn't tear out the Yeah, because the, uh, they're cool. They're yeah. really cool. And yeah. We just need to get more stuff on them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if I am from a startup, what can you do? What can Fat Pipe do for me? So if, if you're a startup and you don't know you know, how to start a business. That's where the mentorship, especially with Stuart and his um, partnerships with other people in the community and the people that he knows worldwide can help the most. Um, So even I have gone to Stu. Even yesterday, I have gone to Stu with a business idea. Mm -hmm. And he'll sit down with me and help me flesh it out. You know, so he'll, and he'll tell me straight up, no, that's a really bad idea. You're never going to make it to market. Or, yeah, it's a great idea. It's a lifestyle business, so you're not going to get any investors. But this is what you need to think about if you really think that you can make money doing this. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing that we can help a startup with is is taking a look at all of those, the business model canvas, taking a look at all of those different things you need to look at as a new, you know, a new startup, a solo worker, Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out how you're actually going to make it happen. Okay. Um, we can help you find funding. We can look at your financial models. We can introduce you to people because we don't know it all, mm-hmm. but we know a lot of people who know a lot of things. So we can introduce you to the right people mm-hmm. to help you um, overcome some of those obstacles that you may be facing. Okay. And so events, I know you guys have 1 million cups Wednesday mornings, 9 a.m. to 10. Right. Which is, I think, a great chance for people to come in and see what the place looks like and hear presentations from local startups. And I've also noticed more and more people just stay after to talk to people and make connections, which is great. Yeah, I like that too. So and do you guys, besides 1 million cups, what other events do you guys have here? 
So the center, I will open up the center to um, especially meetup groups. I love the meetup groups. I love to give them a place to meet that's affordable. Mm-hmm. We're having to do less and less bigger events because we have more tenants and they don't like lots of parties here with people playing with stuff on their desks. So I have to be um, cognizant of the needs of the tenants first. But if the event is related to some sort of startup activity or could be beneficial to the community, and I can think of two that we have coming up that benefit us directly, then I'll still open up the center. So, you know, we're doing the Sam Adams mentoring session. So this would be specifically for companies that do restaurants or drinks or beverages or Mm -hmm. some type of food. And so they're willing to come in and and mentor you. It's, it's a quick coaching Mm -hmm. over beer, free beer. So that's fun. And, you know, that directly relates to some of the activity that's happening right here downtown. You know, we have lots of people making popcorn and starting catering businesses and, you know, cakes and cookies. And, and so that's, that's a great opportunity. Um, another event coming up that I've opened up to our community because I, I felt like it was interesting and important is um, kind of along the, the line of mindfulness, entrepreneurship, and having emotional intelligence um, and, and running your business and working with partners and people. So um, we get to sit here and hear all of that content from these amazing speakers for free because we're holding it here. So and when is the mindfulness coming You know, up? I, I don't have a date yet, but okay. have people keep checking the website because um, it's going to be posted soon, but they're getting their marketing material to me and... Well, and it also, Fat Pipe is supporting Girls Develop It. Mm-hmm. Girl Develop It. Girl Develop It. And okay. the way you say it cool. is Girl Develop It. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> um, so, I, you know, I've run, I've been chairperson of the New Mexico Technology Council for seven years. I've been a woman in technology uh, most of my adult career. And I know how hard it is to become a software developer or an IT tech when you're a woman. So I've always looked for programs that supported women in tech. And there's such a need for talent, tech talent. Everybody's screaming. There's not enough software developers here. So I had actually been looking for a resource for that. And Peter Ames, um, CIO of the city of Albuquerque, went to uh, an event in Washington, D.C. and heard about Girl Develop It, knew I had been working on finding a program that we could bring to Albuquerque. So he made the introduction to me, and I applied to become a chapter. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I founded Girl Develop It Albuquerque, and I worked to bring, you know, the program and the curriculum here. And so I brought Nika Allen on as my co-organizer. She's the executive director with the New Mexico Technology Council. And her and I together with some other volunteers are creating these classes, getting people, you know, these women. And actually it's open to men too, any woman or man over the age of 18. And we um, steal teachers from the Deep Dive Coding Boot Camp, all of their graduates who, you know, are eager to pass on what they've learned. They come and teach the introductory classes here, and they're affordable. And we've got scholarship programs and laptop programs, and we're teaching women how to code, and it's really cool. So if there's a woman out there listening who's interested in getting involved in this, taking one of the classes, what do they do? 
join Meetup okay. and find the Girl Develop It Albuquerque Meetup group. That's okay. the best source for information. All of the information on Meetup gets fed directly into Girl Develop It's corporate website okay. on the Albuquerque chapter page. So you can go there too, but in Meetup, you'll get notified immediately if you join our group when classes have been put on the calendar. Okay. And we also do other networking events. So we're having um, a girls' night out coding. And, uh, gosh, I don't remember. I think the date's March 24th, but don't hold me to that. Look it up on the Meetup group. Okay. But that would be an opportunity for someone to come out, free event, come out and meet me and Nika and some of our teachers and some of our graduates and learn more about the curriculum that we have to offer because it's very affordable and we're already seeing professional women spending their evenings and weekends learning how to code because they either want to do something else when they retire or they want to, you know, get better work or an advancement um, with the companies that they work for. Okay, great. So what do you see for the future of Fat Pipe ABQ? We would like to take... Fat Pipe ABQ statewide. We would like it to be a program that's available statewide and that people who traverse the state for business could land in any spot, no matter where they're at. So for instance, you know, if you've got some business in Las Cruces, you could hang out in Fat Pipe Las Cruces and do some work um, for the same membership fee that you're already paying to be part of Albuquerque. We definitely want to see the programs expand here at Fat Pipe ABQ and concentrate on that solo worker. Mm. Those um, people who need a place to work and need the community around them to help grow their business. So I'd like to see more program and more funding mm-hmm. come in to help those sustain those operations and grow them. And so that's really our goal. So we're privately funded right now. Um, we have decided that we are going to seek some public funding assistance. Mm-hmm. I already have Wells Fargo stepping up um, double what they contributed to us last year. Mm-hmm. And that money goes directly to pay half of the rent for an entrepreneur who wants to give Fat Pipe a try. So we want to continue to see all of those programs expand and get more private and public sector money in here to help us do that. Okay. Well, and I know I, as a solopreneur, I hate working from home. I get distracted by the TV or the dirty dishes in the kitchen or it just gets (laughs) way too quiet. Yeah. So I, I do love that there's interaction here and I love, I don't know, I just love Fat Pipe. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a good time here. That's yes, why. I mean, we work hard, Yeah. but but we also play yeah. and it makes things more well-rounded and the days that you need to get stuff done, you know, you can buckle down and do it, but, but oh, yeah. the days that you need your creative spark lit, um, you can also get some feedback from the people around you and that helps. I Definitely. Think. Okay. So I know initially you were looking at tech companies and now you know you've kind of expanded there are all kinds of companies do you feel there's a company or a startup or a solopreneur that wouldn't fit the model here I think maybe um well I don't know I I think maybe real estate or insurance agents um unless they're really truly starting their own practice and starting to get off the ground, um, maybe they wouldn't be the best fit here. Okay. Um, but I would be open and willing to talk, you know, to pretty much anyone. I, I'd like to see, I think this would be a great place for startup attorneys, um, like Zach Lerner, who's grown his practice tremendously. I mean, at some point you do need to have that private office with the corner 
conference room and, you know, the legal assistant who's going to do everything for you. But in the beginning, when you're just starting off, what a great place to meet people. I don't know. I, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's, maybe it's every type of entrepreneur. I actually had an artist turn me down because she didn't want to be dumping um, her materials down the kitchen sink. She oh. felt like, yeah, she felt like, but she, I mean, she liked the, the space and the, and the creativity and the, the culture here. And, but she, I guess she was thinking of us and said, maybe my materials aren't a good place that fit here. So she turned us down. Darn. <laughs> yeah, I know it would have been fun. Huh? Yeah. And what can our listeners do for you? Come and visit Fat Pipe. Come to One Million Cups. If you want to work here for a day for free, all you need to do is ask me. Mm-hmm. I've been doing tenant interviews, as you know, with all of our tenants. And the one thing that I am hearing consistently is they were afraid to come here. They were afraid they couldn't afford it. But once they got here, they realized that the benefits outweigh any cost. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm willing to work with, with any entrepreneur or startup Mm -hmm. or small business to make it work for the size of team that they have. And the more people we get down here, the easier it's going to be for us to all contribute to each other's growth and happiness. And so, you know, if you're not sure about it, ask me, come and check it out, squat for free for a day, get involved with 1 million cups, even if you don't stay and work after that, get to know the network and the people down here because they're amazing. And every week it's new people. And it's just fun and cool. Okay. And I actually have do have one more question, which is, is there going to be a Women's Startup Weekend here? Yes. Okay. So I have applied to do Women's Startup Weekend on April 22nd with the organization, what, startup.co or whatever the national organization is. And I haven't gotten a reply back. But I hope that our next Startup Weekend for Women will be April 22nd through the 24th, right here at Fat Pipe ABQ. Okay, great, because that was my introduction to Fat Pipe when yeah, I came I to remember. Women's Startup Weekend. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, thank you, Lisa. You're welcome. It's been awesome. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you have questions for this particular startup, let me know what they are, and I'll get them answered on my blog at soniadoing.com. Have a great day, everyone.